It's February 6, 2019, and welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we have uh, Melanie Kim from PRP. She joins us to give us the announcement of the civic engagement app, Kako. And then uh, Omar Sultan, he brought a couple of the companies currently going through the Accelerate UH program. And We'll find out all about what they're up to. First off, I wanted to let you know that uh, you're invited to Pi Night, a fun Python programming competition on Friday, February 8th. That's this coming Friday. It's from 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., sponsored by Booz Allen Hamilton and hosted over uh, over at the University of Hawaii, uh, part of the Association for Computing Machinery, ACM. And this will be over at the um, the UH iLab. So if you know where the iLab is, you just show up over there Friday at 6 uh, p.m. and they have a Python programming competition. So you want to check that out. First, now we want to welcome Melanie Kim from PRP. And she's here to tell us about the new civic engagement mm-hmm. app called Kako. And uh, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you, Bert. Thanks for having me. Now, I know a little bit of background about the... Um, you know, the book that always was made available to the mm-hmm. legislators or everybody that goes to the Capitol. Uh-huh. And it's a really handy book because everybody's looking for it. They want to go through it and look for their legislator and they find the new rooms yes. wherever they're located. And as a result of that app, maybe about three years ago, three, four years ago, there was a, or the book, there was an app that was built mm-hmm. back then. And I think uh, HIPAA might have might have done that. Yes. And then there was a time when it was sort of uh, the, the the app sort of declined. It didn't didn't get upkept. Yeah. And then the uh, then in 2019, this whole brand spanking new app got <laughs> developed. And yes. tell us a little bit of the history. How did that happen? So we took over the app in 20 or the the directory in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first year we just republished it. And then we took a you know the second year we had some more time to really think about how we could improve it and really make it more useful for people. So what we found is that, you know, the directory was really handy for everybody, but you know, a lot of times changes happen over at the Capitol and unfortunately it doesn't get captured, you know, in the directory once it's printed. So we wanted to have a digital version so mm-hmm. that, you know, people can, can actually know what's, you know, the current whether it's committee members or if, if their their rooms change. So it started off with putting the directory, you know, in a mobile app and then we thought, well, you know, who's going to use this? With, you know, we, we wanted to make it more useful. And so the conversation shifted to more of how do we get our community more engaged because that's what the directory was about, was engaging mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Our, um, our elected officials. So from there, we really just, you know, our team brainstormed, you know, how do we get people more engaged? You know, we make it easy to use. So that was one of the main goals for the app is make it easy to use um, and make it easy to connect with our elected officials. So just features like being able to email them directly through the app and, you know, looking at their photos, something, you know, simple things like that. Now, some of the, when you, when, okay, so when the uh, app was uh, first out, you know, back in the HIPAA days, it was a pretty basic thing, right? It had a, it basically was a, a directory. It took the hard <laughs> copy and made it into sort of the mobile version. <laughs> uh-huh. So what kinds of improvements did you, your team kind of decide to incorporate into the new app? So we so in addition to just the directory, we also have a feature where you can find your elected official based on your geographic location. Mm-hmm. Um, so so wherever you are, you know the app can pull up your um, from federal 
state and local officials. And then you can also just type in an address so you can easily find out who represents you from, you know, top down from your national down to your mm-hmm. county officials. So that's that's one feature. Um, we also added six community partners. Um, so really, uh, people are able to subscribe and receive notifications and updates on what um, priority legislation that our partners are working on. Because the partners that we're working with are very active at the at the legislature. So we wanted to also give them a tool to make what they're doing um, easier, and then as well as connecting them with more people to kind of amplify the work that they're, that so they're doing. So like I, I noticed the um, <clears throat> one of the partners, I mean, and they are heavily involved in the uh, education space. It's called Hawaii Kids Can, and they, wow. they actually did quite a bit of legislation to help push the computer science and education. So mm-hmm. they're one of the partners. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the app, what kinds of things are built in so that those partners can benefit from people using the app? So uh, the app allows our partners to be able to send out notifications, so through text message. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really, you know, everyone has their phone, and that's an easy way to quickly let people know, hey, you know, we have um, a hearing on this day. We need testimony, so please go to, you know, go to the app, look at the bill, and then through the app, you're actually able to submit testimony just through a couple of taps. Mm-hmm. Um, so we make, you know, that process really easy because right now I don't think most people would describe that process as being really easy. Um, you know, submitting testimony. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's an involved <laughs> process, and and you know, oftentimes you have to. Uh, coach your recipient <laughs> on what it is that they need to do to number one develop the testimony and then actually submit the testimony and do it on time. Exactly, so it doesn't get stamped with a big red late on it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in terms of the partners that you have that are now part of the application, is this a uh, a growing field of partners, or how do you how do you become a partner? Um, so, you know, this first year we kind of just focused on partners that are currently active at the legislature. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're really representing a diverse um, set of issues. And then we want to add more partners as, you know, we, we go further along with the app. So mm-hmm. definitely that's one, one thing we want to do is to add more community partners to Kaku. So I, I like the uh, design of the app. I mean, <laughs> it's really bright. Yes. It's, it, yes. it's sort of you, you, you look at it and it kind of gets your day sort of uplifted. <laughs> How did the, I mean? The, obviously, you picked the colors that were going to be kind of like sparkly. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the colors are bold, and you know, it's I think um, dynamic, and mm-hmm. that's what we want people to feel. I mean, getting involved with the government, we want we want to we want to change that conversation and make people feel like it's more approachable. Um, it's for everybody, so like it's for you know, student, whether you're a working mom or you're you know already a community advocate, you know. So it's it's. It's for everybody, not just for a certain. You so know, today group is of actually folks. the kind of the launch, right? Today's the actual official launch. Yes. All right. So we got kind of scoop <laughs> on it. Yeah. So we're having a launch event. Uh, it's going to be tonight from five thirty to eight o'clock. So you know, if you want to rush on over for the last hour from seven to eight to join us, it's free to attend. Sounds good. Um, and and uh, where can people download this app? So they can go to the Apple Store or to Google Play, and it's for Apple and Android users. And, and just search Kako. And it's free. It's free. K A K O U. K A K O U. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I downloaded it, and uh, I'm, I'm going to be playing around with it. So, great, Melanie. So you, uh, okay. So we'll put the show notes up uh, later on tonight, and let everybody know where to download this. And uh, thanks, Melanie, for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. And of course, uh, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Omar Sultan, Alberto Gonzalez Martinez, and Tom Knapp Ramos, and they'll talk about their startups and the Accelerate UH program. This is Bite Marks Cafe. 
Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Shamanad University, Inter-Island Solar Supply, and Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. I can't imagine life without Morning Edition. One of the things that, as a news junkie, I like about listening to public radio is the news from different places, how we can listen to news from the BBC or from Deutsche Welle, and it's always interesting to hear from beyond the U.S. perspective, to hear how we're perceived in the world and to hear other people's voices. Member-supported Hawaii Public Radio. Radio with vision. Listen and see. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. Now joining us, Omar Sultan. He's, of course, one of the principals over at Sultan Ventures. He's a lead mentor for the Accelerate UH program. And we also have a couple of the companies that are part of the uh, the next cohort, or cohort six, Alberto Gonzalez Martinez. He's the founder of Rendezvous and Tom Knapp Ramos. And he's the founder of Swipe Rap. I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Yeah, how you doing, Bert? Yeah, thanks for having us. Now, yeah. before we get into the specifics about your companies, I want to give Omar a chance to kind of tell us a little bit about the uh, the new and improved Accelerate UH program and Cohort Six. Yeah, so uh, thanks for having me again, Bert. Sure. It's always a pleasure to be on here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the name of you. <laughs> we got your name on that chair. So just like Mel, uh, just like uh, Mele, you know, we got oh, the, yeah. The, perfect. Yeah. Keep, keep my seat separate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Accelerate UH, we're like back up and running again. We had a little bit of a down period as they started to imp- the university started to implement some of those law changes that mm-hmm. happened, which actually allows it much more flexibility in doing the mm-hmm. types of things that it, it, uh, it has been doing and been wanting to do. Uh, so with this program, it's, it's much more streamlined. We're able to bring in like outstanding companies like Rendezvous and Swipe Wrap. And so we're pretty excited about... Um, getting our award-winning, nationally ranked, we're all smiling in the room, nationally ranked, <laughs> top 30 accelerator uh, going again. So how many uh, companies are part of this cohort? So this cohort, um, we're keeping it very intimate. We've got four companies uh, that oh. are in. Yeah. We got, so we got 50% of them we right here. 50% yeah. of them right here. Oh, that's great. Uh, so uh, and how long is the actual accelerator program? Accelerator runs uh, four months, so it's 16 weeks. And we break it up into three phases where we sort of focus on market and customer validation. Mm-hmm. Then we start building up the product and the business based on our findings or based on the team's findings from that. I hope you guys are taking notes. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, uh, uh, and, and then we get them ready to, to present. To and have, uh, has the cohort, I mean, has the program already started? How, how many weeks into yeah. this are you? These guys are, I think, close to a month in now. So, yeah. Oh, if they look okay. a little tired, that's why. Oh, good, or at least good, that's good. why. Uh, that's what I'd like to think. Huh? Yeah, no. Yeah. You I have shaved. <laughs> you got to work them, work them. Oh, yeah. Now, so let's start with let's start with Alberto. And Alberto, you have a company called Rendezvous. Yeah, Bert, that's right. And I want you to kind of give our listeners a sense of what is your startup all about? So basically, we are a web collaboration platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is to put multiple people to work on the same content in different media content at the same time. If you think about the collaboration tools that people have today, uh, there is a bottleneck basically on the interaction. And it's difficult to make the people feel that they are together in the same room collaborating while they are actually remote. 
So basically, that's where we come in, and we are trying to make the people feel that they are together. So when you talk about collaboration, is it like a shared document or shared spreadsheet? Or I mean, what what kind of applications are accessible through Rendezvous? So that's a part of it. We allow people to work on different media files. So that could be like from videos uh, to images to PDFs or presentations, and mm-hmm. then we allow them to work collaboratively on them. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. And and. Uh, what is what is this is kind of an interesting name swipe wrap? Yeah. Tom, what is that? Swipe wrap. Yeah, so um swipe wrap is um you know when like when you when you like on uh, your birthday or Christmas, Valentine's Day, etc., when you get a gift, mm-hmm. right? You, every time you get a gift, it's always wrapped, mm-hmm. right? And and like you, there's a box, and you put a gift wrap, you have a bow, a card, stuff like that. So what I'm doing, I'm actually bringing that same ex- that exact experience as like that physical gifting into digital gifting. Uh, so I add that same personalization and fun and excitement that you get with getting that wrapped box and you get to rip it open. So what would be a typical digital asset that you could now wrap and give to somebody? Yeah, one of, one of the most popular uh, digital gifts out there is, is called an e-gift card. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like if you go to like Amazon.com or Target, Home Depot, et cetera, um, and you buy a gift card that actually just comes as like a gift card code in an email. Um, so what Swipe Wrap does, it actually inserts a little gift experience where before you it reveal your gift card, so you can actually unwrap your your like a digital gift box literally with your fingers on your phone before you reveal your final gift. So is uh, would it be like a um, you'd have to have a relationship with the person or the company that's providing the the gift cards? Like let's say Starbucks, you have a mm-hmm. you know you have to get Starbucks cards all the time, right? Yeah. But you would have to establish relationships with those companies yeah. to then gift wrap their cards. Yeah. So um, we have to, so we kind of want to position Swipe Wrap to be part of the e-commerce checkout. So as as you're checking out, we have a small widget at the bottom of the screen that says, uh, "Would you like to wrap this gift?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. Now, how did the how did you guys decide? Maybe give us a little bit of of, of in terms of. How long have you been in existence, and is this the right time for an accelerator? How did you decide that now is the time for an accelerator? Uh, Alberto, I mean, how long have you been doing Front of You? So basically I would say that the idea started around four years ago, mm-hmm. uh, even though that we actually founded the company last year. Uh, I'm a PhD in computer science in the university at UH, and I'm privileged with my other two co-founders to be working in the LAVA laboratory, mm-hmm. a laboratory of advanced visualizations and applications at UH. Right, that's uh, Jason Lee's uh, yeah. laboratory. Yeah. So we are privileged to work there because we are working with the best equipment, not from Hawaii, but in the nation and in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And then also with one of the best researchers in the world, like Jason Lee, that's an expert in collaboration platforms. And uh, that was probably the first step uh, to... Uh, get here today. And so was there something that uh, attracted you to wanting to go through an accelerator program? I mean, what, did, what in your mind, what did you want to achieve? <clears throat> so as I'm that? saying, we my, my background is in technical background. Mm-hmm. So basically, I begin seeing the offers that the university had based on business, and they had like different opportunities for students in the university to apply for those. So I started working with the business school last year. Mm-hmm. Then we went through the business plan competition too, that we were lucky enough to win last year. Mm. And then uh, eventually we did the Launchpad. Uh, that's another program that the university has for the summer. Mm-hmm. And it's, it aligned perfectly this year to join Accelerate UH. And oh. Great. We are really happy to be here right now. So, Tom, I mean, how long has uh, your company been around? Yeah, uh, Swipe Rep has actually been around for, um, I started about a year ago or so. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, so the reason why I uh, joined the Accelerator, um, you know what's funny about doing startups, you know, it's it's hard to, you know, you think if you're working for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, I have so much free time and all this stuff. But actually, it's really hard to manage. Um, so it's it's good to have someone someone there to kind of, you know, push you forward in the right direction. Um, so you have you have you know advisors. Um, so I mean, also in addition to um, accelerators, do give you funding. Uh, we get. Uh, is it okay if we talk about that? Yeah, or? yeah. sure. Yeah, so yeah. That, so that, that minor that little thing you know called money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you get yeah you get money. Um, so twenty five k for six percent of mm-hmm, the company. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, so you know yeah can't all, can't turn down money. <laughs> no, no, that that definitely helps. I mean Omar, so. You know, as the companies, uh, as you started to launch the Cohort 6, I mean, what did the companies have to do to qualify, you know, to be part of the uh, program? Same thing that all the other companies do, right? So they have to um, they have to talk about the size of their market. They have to talk about can they, can they talk about the product or the solution um, that they're creating? Can they show that there's an actual need in the market for that or that people really, really want that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... For us, they have to be really passionate, right? And so you've got two young, very bright, and very, very passionate entrepreneurs sitting in front of you right now. And, um, yeah, I mean, they demonstrate absolutely everything that you would want out of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So, Alberto, you said that you have some some teammates, part of your company. Are they all pretty much uh, PhDs and, and technical? Or how, how, what's the composition of your company? Right yeah, now? that's a great question. Uh, actually, we're really proud because we are right now in the team eight people in Rendezvous, and we can say that eight of the people are from UH. So mm-hmm. uh, they are. some of them are from computer science, some others are from business. We even have uh, one of them that is in the University of Hilo. And then uh, was this, uh, did you guys form this as a result of everybody kind of knowing each other at UH? Or how did you guys pick your, your startup team? Um, so the initial uh, founders, we all worked together at Laba. Uh, so that's basically mm-hmm. where we met mm-hmm. and we, we started. And then using these programs and obviously the accelerator too helps uh, to uh, be able to get other people and be more um, happy to join you. Mm-hmm. And then following around, finding the right people that are actually doing extra projects, like, I don't know, there's programs that the university has, like ACM and things like that, mm-hmm. that they work extra hours, hackathons and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. Now, now I want to ask you also, Tom, like, what's the composition of your team? But we want to hold that thought. Okay. That's a, it's a tease, right? Okay. Uh, we'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Omar Sultan, Alberto Gonzalez-Martinez, and Tom Knapp-Ramos. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to contributors Bush Consulting, Island Insurance, and Sacred Hearts Academy. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Omar Sultan, Alberto Gonzalez-Martinez, and Tom Knapp-Ramos. And right before the break... We're kind of getting a sense as to what the teams consist of, and Tom. So, what what is your how does your team kind of come together? Um, so, my my core team right now, I, it's uh, two developers, including me, mm-hmm. and also a mix of. I also have a, a consultant that I, I I work with as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like three people right now. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Omar, you know how uh, when companies come together and startups form i mean there's always the idea of you have to 
have somebody that's the kind of the, the chief executive officer and maybe a chief technical officer and maybe somebody that's kind of doing the, the, the business marketing piece of it. How do you instruct, mentor, consult these companies here in our presence to get the right mix? How does that occur? Yeah, so what we talk about with the teams is finding skill sets that kind of are complementary, right? So if you, to be very um, honest in terms of your self-reflection, see where you have gaps and where you have strengths, and then try to source other individuals that can kind of fill in those gaps mm-hmm. uh, with their own uh, with their own strengths. And so that's exactly what, you know, both of these uh, these gentlemen have done, right? So they've, they've sourced a team that kind of continues to add value. So it, they don't they don't focus on the titles, and that's kind of what I uh, what I personally love about the what they're doing. Uh, they're really focused on who's going to add value, how are they going to add value, and how can we grow this company as fast and as big as possible. Great. So now you've uh, both had about a, I guess what a month so far into the program. Uh, yeah, time flies. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom, tell me. I mean, how has that month gone, and and what have you learned so far? Um, you know. Early on, one of the things that you know we had to do in the cohort was to like plan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've always been a person who just is like I just start working. You know, it's like I have an idea, let's work on it, let's go do things. Um, but there was really like the um, you know what are what are your company objectives? Um, so uh, you know, we mm-hmm. lay it out like okay, and then how are you going to go towards those objectives? And you know what what is going to show that you're hitting your goals, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty interesting thing early mm-hmm. on. And and how was that conveyed? Was it a just a session of of, of mentors coming in and, and instructing the 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 requirement for setting objectives, or was it more iterative? How did you arrive at that? Um, it was it was definitely an iterative process. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we had to do our OKRs. Uh, yeah. OKR, what does that? Yeah, for? that's an ob- ob- objectives and key results. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, Alberto, did you have to go through the same kind of uh, process? Oh yeah. I mean, I think one of the most difficult things to learn directly in the university uh, when you're growing up is management because you usually manage yourself. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, setting up the goals that are proper for what you're doing and then also defining actually what is your value in your product and how can you solve the problems that your customers are going to have. So Alberto, in terms of uh, uh, rendezvous, what f- what phase of the development of the application uh, is it currently in? Are you Is it ready for... Uh, production or are you still in the development uh, phase of it? So we are in a moment right now that we're about to release our minimum bubble product. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What we want to go and do during the program is actually reach some companies here in Ireland and do some closed uh, tests uh, mm-hmm. in the island, forward with them and follow them and see if what we are providing to them actually gives them value and if not, iterate on the process to try to learn from that and change and help them integrate our piece of software into their workflow. Mm-hmm. And Tom, same thing with you. I mean, in terms of where your actual uh, swipe wrap is, I mean, is it in in kind of an alpha, pre-alpha? I mean, where where is it at? Yeah, um, right now I do have a beta out on uh, on the web. It's live at swipewrap dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, kind of the stage I'm at, um, you know, the the end goal of swipe wrap is to really be part of e-commerce, kind of like. Yeah, like that little thing at the bottom of the page that says "powered by," mm-hmm. um, and and you know I want I want the gift experience to be powered by SwipeWrap. But right now, we're actually our first phase is we're actually allowing just people to upload content to SwipeWrap.com, and they can they can even buy their own gift card. Like if they don't have some digital content to wrap as a gift, they can come to SwipeWrap.com and actually buy a gift card 
on swipe wrap and then wrap it and send it wrapped with swipe wrap. So could somebody have like is this say somebody gave um you know their friend a a gift card of some sort? Mm-hmm. Can they take that gift card and now wrap it or just you know play around with how the the application works? Yeah, you can. Uh right right now uh we can't take gift cards from like other places yet, but mm-hmm. we do plan on doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. you could go buy a gift card at uh, like say um target.com and then wrap it with swipe wrap. So right yeah. after this show, Bert, I want you to go to swipewrap.com mm-hmm. and send me like an e-gift card. Yeah, $50 you can, maybe. You can even put your image on it so when I unwrap the gift, you know, it's an image of you that I'm unwrapping. It'll be oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. okay. I'll $20 minimum, yeah. $20. <laughs> For me. You're sending me the money. <laughs> okay, I'll think about that, Omar. So in terms of uh, the next kind of, okay, so one month already to next month, what's the, what's the big uh, um kind of objective in terms of the accelerator that, yep. that you're going to be putting these guys through for the next month? Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, this this weekend we'll be meeting, and I'm sure it's going to be a little bit of a shocker to them. So oh, oh, okay. We're, we're definitely at an inflection point, right, where they're going to have to start accelerating their, their building of it. So like they both said, like both Alberto and Tom said, they actually have a working um, platform right now mm-hmm. that people can use. We used Rendezvous over the summer with our internal team. Um, we definitely are, are testing out uh, swipe wraps, but on this next next phase of the of the uh, accelerator, we're definitely going to be accelerating mm-hmm. the building and the growth of their company. So it's really kind of hunkering down and focusing on building out that product so that's even more mature. Now, how do you how do you whip them into some objective? I mean, like. You know these guys. You know, they 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 could maybe like run away and you know not, <laughs> not pay attention to you, Omar. I mean, what do you do to actually get them to meet the objectives that you set? So I have two really scary people on the team. One's called Tarek Sultan, and one <laughs> calls Kate Polyakova, or Kate Matayoshi. Now, um, that's how I do it. I, uh-huh. I'm just the pretty faces. Stefan you is kind of it. scary too. Stefan's scary. Okay. We kind of hold those big guns when you're almost seven feet tall. We kind of yeah. wait, you know, till the last uh, last moment to kind of whip that out. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, no, that's that's great. So in terms of the um, the objectives, I mean, you know. I, I, now you're going through this program. You're feeling really good. You know, Omar is almost like a father figure to you guys. <laughs> I mean, what's ha- what's going to happen once you graduate? Are you going to go, Omar? You know, we need you. What kind, you know? What what do you have in mind once the the program is done and and you have to go on your own? So I mean, we want to use the program to position ourselves and be able to begin doing this on our own. The mm-hmm. idea of the program is to use these four months to do the testing and actually learn from the value that we're giving the customers and from them expand in four in four months. And then uh, you're going to stick around Hawaii or are you going to like uh, up and leave and <laughs> go so, to the Perry or something? I mean, that's a very good question, but... Uh, one of the main objectives for me is staying here in Hawaii. I'm okay. actually originally from Spain, and the idea, I don't want to go to the mainland. And if we can keep it here, we'll be great. And what about you? What do you have in mind after the accelerator is over? Yeah, so I would say, like, like what an accelerator is, like the word accelerate, it's to get you to that stage where you're on your own, <clears throat> as Alberta was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a startup, it's not a startup is not actually a company. A startup is a group of individuals looking for a scalable and repeatable business model. Um, and then once you're kind of the goal by the end of the accelerator is to say yes, you know, I am now a company. There are people who want you know want what I'm buying and they demand it and stuff like that. So yeah. last thirty seconds, mm-hmm. where can somebody find uh, uh, Swipe Wrap? Oh, SwipeWrap.com. Just okay. go to your uh, internet browser <laughs> and uh, Rendezvous. Uh, rendezvous.io, R-E-N-D-E-Z. Okay, D-I-E-W. so people can learn more about it. 
at runnerview.io. Yeah. Okay, and well, you know, Salton Ventures, Accelerate UH. What, what you want to give us a, another URL? No, no, those URLs work just fine. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Omar Salton is the founding partner over at Salton Ventures. Alberto Gonzalez Martinez and Tom Nat Ramos, they're founders of Rendezvous and Swipe Wrap, respectively. And I want to thank you all for joining us today. Thanks thank for, you very much for having yeah, us. Thanks for having us. And thank you for listening to Bite Bars Cafe. Join us next week when we will talk about automatic voter registration. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. If you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, and Stitcher. You stay awesome, and we will see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.